Today on episode 246 of the Computer Tutor Podcast, last week we talked about removing some programs from automatically starting up each time you boot your computer, and after that show I got a message from a listener telling me about a program that helps you decide what programs to actually remove from your computer completely, and today I'll tell you about that program and the things I like about it and the one thing I hate about it. Another episode of The Computer Tutor Tips, Tricks, and Advice from a Computer Pro without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. Well, good morning and welcome back to the Computer Tutor Podcast. I am your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson, and I'm here every Monday morning to show you how to do cool things on your computer. And if this is your first time listening to the show, today's topic is a pretty good example of the stuff I like to bring you. It's not technical, so it's really easy to understand and use, but it also has a lot of value and benefit for your computer. And you should also know that in addition to doing a podcast every Monday, I also send out an email newsletter every Monday. It's always pretty brief because I like to get right to the point. And sometimes there's some cool stuff in the newsletter that doesn't make it to the podcast. So you really should get that too. You can get that from my website. I've been doing computer repair since 1999, so around 18 years. And as everyone knows, a lot has changed since then. And I keep up with all that so you don't have to. And I fix all kinds of computer problems for people all over the country because a lot of repairs can be done remotely. So if you have a problem with your computer, just give me a call, 727-254-9078, or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And today's computer tip can be seen at my website if you go over to computertutorflorida.com forward slash 246. So let's get started. This week's tip was brought about from a message I got after last week's show. Last Monday, I talked about how you can speed up your computer by having fewer programs start up automatically each time you boot up the computer. Because the more programs you have running at the same time, the slower they all run. And based on the downloads for that show, that's a pretty popular subject. Everyone wants to speed up their computer. So shortly after that show was released, I got a message from Ron, a podcast listener, and he sent me this email that said, Hi, Scott. In my old age, I can't remember whether I heard about the Should I Remove It program from your podcast or not. It kind of goes along with this week's suggestion about background programs, and it might help folks decide whether or not to disable them from the startup area. Best regards, Ron. So thanks for that, Ron. I appreciate the suggestion. And as it turns out, it's a pretty good suggestion. You know, it's kind of funny what I find when I talk to people. Some people just download and install programs right and left on their computer, and they never think about removing anything. In fact, they're scared to uninstall a program because what if the computer doesn't work after that? They don't want to do something they'll regret. Then there's the other group. Now, these people are constantly looking at their list of programs in their computer, and they're thinking, hmm, do I really need that? Man, I could get rid of that program that I hardly ever use, and I'd be saving like 45 megabytes of space on my hard drive. So they're constantly uninstalling programs, and sometimes they uninstall things they shouldn't uninstall. I had a client like that when we lived up in Maine. This guy was like 90 years old, and he was on that computer all the time, and he just couldn't stand to think that there might be something on the computer taking up space that didn't need to be there. 
And he wouldn't just go and uninstall software. He would actually go into the folders that had the Windows operating system files and delete the ones that he didn't see any need for. Of course, after that, Windows wouldn't run correctly, and he'd be calling me to fix it. So there are those two extremes, and in between are a bunch of other computer users. I'd say probably most computer users fit into this middle category. You don't want to mess things up, but you do want to get rid of programs that are legitimately no longer needed. But how do you do that safely if you don't recognize the name of a program and you don't know what it is? I mean, if you see iTunes installed on your computer, and you know you haven't used it even once in the past year, you can be pretty confident that you can safely get rid of it. But there could be some other stuff on there that maybe you're just not quite so sure about. Well, that's where this little program comes in that Ron told me about. It's called Should I Remove It? You can get it at shouldiremoveit.com, and it's completely free. Now, of course, I'm not going to come on here and recommend a program to you unless I've installed it and used it myself first. So that's what I did, and I want to tell you about my, what my experience was as well as how the program works. My primary web browser is Chrome. And I have an ad blocker extension running all the time. So I don't see any ads when I visit websites. It's a great way to experience the Internet, by the way. You should try it sometime. But when I'm checking a website and a software download like this for my podcast, I disable my ad blocker. And I do that because I want to see it the way most people see it, since only about 25% of computer users actually use ad blockers. So I turned it off and I went to the website and wow, it made me really glad that God gave us ad blockers. There are lots of ads on this website, and some of them are ones that are just designed specifically to mislead you into clicking on them because they have that big green download button. They want you to think you have to click that to download the software you actually want. But of course, when you do that, you're just clicking on that ad and you'll end up with some crappy software that you don't want. So either make sure your ad blocker is running or just be very careful what you click on there. Other than that, the download and installation of this program is pretty routine. It doesn't try to sneak anything in while you're installing it, so you can just click Next for a few windows and click Install on the last window. And when it's done installing, you'll have the option to just launch the program immediately. And as soon as that happens, it opens another web page back on their site. And guess what's on that page? Yep, another ad. This one was trying to get me to download some program to check my Windows drivers and get them updated. I'll give you a little insider information here. When you see some software trying to get you to check your drivers, you don't even have to think about it. It's crap. It's just garbage. So don't download it. It's actually kind of ironic. This website where you get the software that tells you how to remove crappy software you don't need is constantly in your face advertising crappy software you don't need. Anyway, when the program runs, actually pretty simple and straightforward. One window opens up, and it's going to show you a list of the programs you have installed on your computer. There's nothing too difficult there. And right next to each program name is a rating from one star to five stars, and there's also a removal percentage. That means what percentage of users have seen this program installed on their computer, and then they removed it. So the software itself, or, or rather the creators of the software, they aren't actually giving you their personal advice on whether or not you should get rid of a program. Instead, you're basing that decision on what the majority of other people have done. Now, is that a good way to make a decision? Yeah, maybe, maybe not. I wouldn't base the decision to uninstall or keep it just on that one factor. But if you're already suspicious that a program is bad 
and then you see that like 80% of users uninstalled it, that's a pretty good confirmation that probably you should get rid of it too. But what if you want more information about that particular program before you decide if you want to keep it or trash it? Then all you have to do is click on the name. That gives you a new button labeled, What Is It? So you click on that, and it takes you back to their website where you can read more about that program after you click to get rid of another obnoxious ad. I was actually pretty impressed with how much detailed information I could get about a program. I could see what version the program was, what day it was installed on my computer, how much space it uses on my hard drive, and that's just from the Should I Remove It window. Then when I clicked on the What Is It button and got past that pop-up ad, there was a ton more information. Now, the program on my computer that I used as sort of an example to try it out is this program I have called CD Burner XP. It's a program I've used for years to burn CDs and DVDs. You know, it's nothing fancy, but it does what I need it to do, and it was the first one that came up in the list, so I used it to test out this new program. Well, the Should I Remove It website seems to know a lot about this little program. There's a whole paragraph describing what it does and what it's used for, and then a separate paragraph, which is the program's creator giving a description of what it is. It told me whether or not the software bundles other stuff with it during installation, which is always good to know. And it actually gives me a list of all the files installed when I put this program on my computer and an analysis of how resource-intensive this program is. In other words, how badly is it likely to slow down my computer while it's running? Then finally, there are comments from other people that have used the CD Burner XP program and what they thought of it and what their experience was. And of course, you don't really know if those are genuine comments or if the software creator paid some people to do that or whatever. So you can take that for what it's worth, but it might be helpful. So overall, I do like the software, mainly because the primary purpose is to help you see what's installed on your computer and give you the information you need in order to decide if you are going to let it stay on your computer or if you're going to give it the old eviction notice. And it does that pretty well. Oh, and there's one other thing I like about it. A lot of times, creators of software that make something like this will design the software so that it installs on your computer, and then it just runs all the time in the background. Should I remove it doesn't do that. You can get an icon on your desktop, and when you want to run it, you can run it. Maybe do a little cleanup every so often. So bottom line, I would recommend using this program, but in order to use it safely or at least be able to use it and not be annoyed with all the obnoxious ads for those junk downloads, make sure your ad blocker is enabled. But really, you should have an ad blocker running all the time anyway, not just to avoid being annoyed by ads, but because ads can be infected and they can infect your computer even when they're displayed on a legitimate regular website. It's just another layer of protection. And I do want to say thanks again to all of you that support the show by shopping at Amazon through my affiliate link. And that link is computertutorflorida.com forward slash shop. Or you can go to my website and just click on that link, the uh, Amazon button at the top of the page. Your prices are always exactly the same as they would be if you went directly to Amazon. But by going through that link, you're helping to support the show. And I appreciate that. And obviously, I'd like to hear what you think about the Should I Remove It program, whether or not you found anything you decided to get rid of, or anything else you might want to say. You can email me at pctutor at gmail.com, like Ron did, and I do read every email. Or you can call my podcast voicemail line, 727-386-9468, and leave a message anytime, day or night. And that'll do it for this week. As always, I'll see you back here next Monday morning with another computer tip. 
Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a future topic, you're welcome to do so at my website, computertutorflorida.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free Monday morning email newsletter. If you have a computer problem, give me a call at 727-254-9078. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening, and have a great week. God bless.